hello and welcome to I Will Write Your Book. Uh, my name is Will Hines. I am a ghostwriter, which means people pay me to write their books uncredited. And for the sake of the many people interested in the publishing world, I'm recording my meetings with clients so that people can see how this ghostwriting business works. Uh, with me is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. Hello, Karen. Hello, Will. Uh, I said with me, but we're actually doing this uh, over the internet using an application called Zoom, uh, So because that helps us talk to clients who are not local um, to Los Angeles, where my firm is. Karen, how's your week been? Are you feeling all right? Fine. Okay. Well, yeah, I like to have Karen around because sometimes there's matters of grammar and uh, and some details like that that we can just work out right right on the fly. So, Karen, thank you for being on this call. Today we're going to talk to a man. I think you're afraid to be alone. I think you're afraid to be alone. Well, well, I mean, we don't that, need. Let's just. Yeah, we don't need to get into that now. That might be true, and it's. I if it's true, that's not why I have you here. We have a client today named Reginald Vell Johnson, and uh, I'm about to get him in the call, and we're going to talk to him about what book he wants. All right, uh, Reginald, you're on the call. Hello. Uh, thanks so much for meeting with me, Will. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So your name is Reginald Vell Johnson. Yes, that's correct. I'm not the actor Reginald Vell Johnson for anyone who. And just re- is remind a fan. me who that is. That name is familiar, but just in case our audience doesn't doesn't know automatically. He's Carl Winslow on the long running television show Family Matters. Oh uh, yeah. He also played a police officer in in Die Hard. Oh. Uh, he he plays mostly police officers. I love those characters. So that's that must be strange for you to share his name. Uh, it's been my whole life, so yeah, I don't know any other way. Kind of, I guess, a blessing and a curse. Kind of a fun, fun thing at parties, but then you have to constantly explain that you're not him. Oh, that would be a good idea. I could bring that up at parties. Well, anyway, Reginald, thanks I've for never be- done that. Okay, well, that's maybe a little tip. Uh, Reginald, thanks for being on the show. My copy editor, Karen Donahue, is here. Karen, do you mind saying hi? Hi, Reginald. Reginald, so hi. um, let's get into it. What kind of book were you thinking of having written? What's your idea? Uh, well, I, I did start writing it, but I just wasn't sure what to do. Um, okay. Have you ever read Eat, Pray, Love? Uh, yes, I have read that book. Yes. Okay. I thought I could do a version of that. Uh, All right. After my wife divorced me and, and I wanted to just write about how I kind of didn't kill myself after that. Uh, oh, um, wow. I see. I'm, well, I thought, I'm, that might, thought that might be an inspiration to people. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm so sorry to hear about your divorce. First of all, that's that's I'm, I'm sorry. No, that's what I'm saying. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, but because you didn't kill yourself? Not only that, I gained 75 pounds. Whoa. And I learned how to drive and stayed alive. Okay. I created what... I, I, do, you, do you know those blankets that people sit on, use on the couch, like Afghans? Yes, sure. I know. Yeah. I created a system where you can use those to, to wear as like skirts around your big fat body. Okay, yeah, that's And I started selling them on the internet. Well, Reginald, that's that's great that you were able to take a tough situation and get such good things out of it. Congratulations. Thank you. That's why I want to write a book about about it. You say uh, you say you gained a lot of weight. You gained 75 pounds, is that what you said? Yes. I did. Cuz the that's the eat part. Oh, right. Eat pray love your inspiration. Yes. She went to Italy to eat. I went just went to my local grocery store. And I tried every product in the grocery store over the course of three months. Wow. Every product? Every single product. I went aisle by aisle. And we're talking jarred clams, canned mussels, everything? Well, that's a very small subset. 
What kind of charred mu- clams and canned mussels? Karen and I just had dinner, a business dinner, and we had mussels, and they were quite good. So, what kind of mussels did you did you have? Do you remember? Uh, just the kind that come in a little metal tin. That's on the there's a canned seafood section, and I I went shelf by shelf. Right. That was a very uh, salt. That was a very salty p- part of it. Did you have the shrimp? There were shrimp. Yes, the shrimp are good. And there's also sh- there's also shrimp from the seafood counter. That was a more expensive part. Wow. Now, Reginald, I have a question. I have a question for you. So you literally did aisle by aisle. You didn't mix it up. You went that's aggressively correct. down each aisle. So if you were in the canned seafood section, that's what you ate, all canned seafood. Then you moved to pasta and you tried every bit of pasta. Wow. That's interesting. Well, that's that right. Is that's interesting. right. That's why I want to write a book. Okay, can I? So uh, here's my initial reaction. Reginald, great idea to be inspired by Eat, Pray, Love. That's a popular book and somebody going on a journey of self-discovery. That is a, a common and really good genre of book. It's a great way to tell a biography of yourself. So I, I, I agree with you that that's a good idea. I think, I think going to the grocery store and just gaining... 75 pounds over three months. It's going to be tough to frame that as inspirational, I think. Because there's also a side of that that sounds a little sad. Uh, a little sad. It sounds like you were kind of alone in your house. I don't, I don't follow. Like, you're going to the grocery store and just sort of robotically buying the next thing, uh, you know, that le- from where you left off last visit, going back. Would you just go return from the grocery store and immediately eat the food? Did you do several trips a day to the grocery store? Like, how, how did you get through the whole store? I would I would go once a week, basically, and kind of buy an aisle. Jesus. As much of an aisle as I could fit in the cart. And then I would go home and I learned had to learn how to cook so that I could eat all of it. Well, that's that's good. That's a positive thing. That's why I think it's inspirational. I went from a, a person who had never had my favorite foods and never tried most things to trying literally everything. Did you, was, did your wife cook when you, when you guys were married? Uh, yeah, sometimes. How did you, how would you guys normally eat? How did you get your food since you didn't cook or, and, and you didn't, and you weren't trying a lot of foods before? Uh, we would do takeout sometimes or, uh, she would cook for herself. Uh, and then if she had leftovers, I would eat those. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, well, all right. Let, let, maybe you know there is something trying a lot of new foods. That that, that could be something good. I, I, I've been I've been trying new foods myself. I just I bought a steamer. I've been steaming lots of vegetables. Ugh. Well, who cares what you've been doing? All right. Honestly, this is interesting. This is interesting. I don't I I don't see how you can't see that. Somebody who taught themselves how to cook. Maybe you're not the target audience, uh, Will. Maybe this is more targeted, like Eat, Pray, Love, toward toward women. Okay, yeah. So let's assume that maybe women are going to be more into this. They're going to be inspired by how you tried every single food in your grocery store and so much that you gained almost 100 pounds. I also kept a log of how it affected my bowel movements because when you're only eating frozen cakes and pies, it's a it's a really interesting bowel movement that comes out. It's It's somehow solid and runny at the same time. So you're thinking that in the book, you could sort of go through each food and then also document how it affected your bowel movement. Is that right? Uh, I don't know the structure. That's why I kind of came to you. Uh, but like, I don't know if it's better to talk about the food and the bowel movements at the same time, or if I should just talk about the food and go, here's a twist. It, it, 
it also is interesting when it's coming out. Yeah, maybe that's like a maybe that's a reveal like in chapter three. You know, we kind of say, hey, now that we, we talk about food for a little while, let's back up and talk about the bowel movement. You're not seeing this, Will. You're not. You're really not seeing this. Okay, you're not seeing the structure of this book at all. Okay, the whole first section is the food. Each aisle, aisle by aisle, it's divided. Okay, it's like a reference. The whole second but, section of the book is the bowel movement. That's the journey. Yes. Wait. The so whole second section the, is the bowel movements. So the bowel movements is the prey section. Like the the prey section is bowel movements somehow. That's the spiritual part. This is a whole reference I, just, book. Well, people want this. People need this. Then you can take it with you to the grocery store and say, oh, how was this? How do I prepare it? How is this going to make me feel later or tomorrow? What am I going to be dealing with? Don't you, don't you get it? I, I do get it. I do get it. I'm sorry that I question it. Let's move on to the system of wrapping a blanket around your big fat body. Yeah. So this is a sort of knit an afghan, like a, like a thick yarn, soft blanket, right? Or a quilt or something. That's right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and then you 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 invented a system, and that system is wearing it like a skirt. Well, my pants stopped fitting. I see. And so that would, was not a problem when I was at my house, but when I wanted to go out to the grocery store, I needed to wear something. I was on my couch already, and then I just so I I was like, oh, this can wrap. This fits around me. What a day that must have been. It was. It was a it was pretty cool. And then when I wore it, people were like giving me like looks like I'd never seen before when I was at the store and I was like, I think I might have just invented a new fashion trend. Yeah, you were getting a, a lot of attention. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz what's cool about it is the those blankets have a lot of holes and so you it's both like a skirt but also a little bit of a like sexy see-through at the same time. And so Reginald, you felt that you were Given people a show a little bit in kind of a in kind of a sexy way. Again, I'm basing that off how people were looking at me. They clearly were. Have you been able to sell these online? You said you were selling these on the internet. Have you been successful in that? Uh, not yet. What I've done is I bought a lot of Afghans. Okay. And so I have my garage is full of them. Wow. Uh, and then what I then plan to do is put them in a different box and then sell them to people as skirts, man skirts. Yeah. Just unaltered. Just you're sending the blankets off sort of just with your idea. You don't need to do anything to them. You just kind of wrap them around and tuck it. Now, do you, do you, do you tuck it like how you would put a towel around your waist and then kind of tuck it in there that way? It's, uh, it's similar similar to that, but, but towels don't work because they don't stay. They're not big enough. Yeah, do you have to kind of hold it with one hand while you're walking around sort of like to keep it on? No, that's why you tuck it enough and it just stays. Wow. I think that would feel sort of regal, like an emperor. Well, that's, I did, I looked online and in in a lot of uh, tropical countries, that's men wear things like that already. My, my innovation is that it's an Afghan. Okay. So uh, Reginald, I don't know this is too personal. Why do you think your marriage ended? Did your wife give you any idea of of why she wanted the marriage to end? I'm asking because this might inform, since this kind of launched your journey, I caught her cheating on me. Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. And then I forgave her. But she said, no, you don't understand. I don't I don't want to be married to you. Oh, gosh, that's that's tough. Did you know the man? Uh, It was men. Oh, she had joined a uh, volleyball team. I see. Why? You got to watch out for that. Watch out for those volleyball teams. I've been trying to join a volleyball league myself. I I think it's a a fun sport. Um, You're not hot enough. 
Well, I'm not getting into it for showing off my body. I just thought it would be a fun activity to do. You're not hot enough. Um, Reginald, uh, your, your wife must have been attractive uh, or adventurous. I'm, I'm trying to look at a positive side here. You, you, you married in a kind of a bold woman, I, I guess, would say. Maybe you can take some pleasure in that. You're, you're, even though it didn't last, you, you had a marriage to somebody who was interesting and adventurous. Uh, you're basing that on the fact that she did volleyball? She did volleyball. She started affairs. Uh, yeah, I'm, just, I, I'm trying to help you feel better about yourself. He doesn't need to feel oh, better. I, you don't Will. need to do that. I feel really great about myself. Yes, aren't right. you listening? Okay. I, I like. I don't understand what you so don't. I'm a. I'm a very. I'm a, now a well traveled. You said well traveled. Where Where have you gone? I'm every single aisle of the grocery store. Oh right. A couple other questions. You said you learned to drive. That was a thing that happened yes. to you after your wife left. What, what What do you mean by that? You didn't drive before? No, I, I never gotten my driver's license. Uh, when I was 16 years old and took my driver's test, I uh, accidentally ran over a jogger while I was getting, taking the test. Wow. I didn't pass. Yes. Uh, yeah, that would... That because would, of that. Yeah, you would definitely fail a test if you committed vehicular manslaughter during your driving test. Uh, that That's rough. Uh, and so, and then were you not allowed to take the test again or was it just so traumatized that you didn't want to take the no, test? No, I just thought it wasn't worth the risk. Uh, it kind of set me on a path of being like risk averse. But what did you do for a job? Do you know those um, hotel room keys, the cards? Yes. So I um, repaired the machines that make it your key. Okay, so that was your you know, job. The little box. Yeah, the the things that yeah, like would... customize the card so that it fits your room. That's right. You made those. Yeah, that's right. What a specific job. I didn't make it. I just repaired it. So you would go, would you go to different hotels and just fix their key card machines? That's how I met my wife is I needed a way to be able to get to the hotels. And so I um, ordered her from Romania. Oh, it's one of those like dating slash marriage services that you, that you hear about where they're looking to move to America. And so they, and she. Yeah, that's right. Okay. She wanted to leave Romania and I had I had five thousand dollars. And so. It was a good match. How long were you married? We were married for nine months. Okay, that's pretty pretty quick. And did you feel you had a strong bond with her over that time? Well, we didn't speak the same language. And so uh, I never felt super close to her. And then pretty quickly, she started having sex with her volleyball team. Yeah. So it's not a not an ideal marriage, I suppose, in that way. No, it really, that, and that's why when it was over and she said, I don't need you to live here anymore... That's when I was like, I can either get down in the dumps and ruin my life about this, or I can start a journey to self-discovery. And so I started eating everything I could find, which gave me the idea to start itemizing that and turning it into an adventure. Good for you, Reginald. Really good Thank for you. you. Yes, uh, I do. I mean, you can take a lesson from this, Will, okay? You can take a lesson from this. How would you say I can take a lesson from this, Karen? You have a choice. To be a sad sack who's always questioning his choices or to go out there and make your way in the world. I don't see myself. Can I, can I ask, Will, what's the last unusual food you, you have eaten? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Um, it's been a while since I, well, I, you know, I, I got some sushi recently and I tried eel and I had never tried eel before. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was good. I, I li- I'd always had the tuna and the salmon and the California roll, but this time I went I went for the eel. 
And have you ever thought of then moving maybe a few steps to your right and eating an entire shrimp cocktail? You know, I never have. I've never thought about doing that. Because those are usually beside each other in the freezer case at the grocery store. I've never thought about I've never thought about do, doing that. I had some soy ice cream. I tried some dairy-free ice cream recently. That's another new thing mm-hmm. I did. And that, you know, it was it was better than I thought. Not as good as real ice cream, but still pretty tasty. And what flavor was it? It was chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Yeah. Have Have you ever thought about then immediately having the next flavor that's beside it? I think I was pretty full after having the soy ice cream. I wasn't in the mood for another unit of ice cream right then. I think that's the part that feels sad to me is that. You have an opportunity there when you like it because you liked it. Uh, and then I, immediately eat the very next one and then the very next one and keep know, giving yourself that joy. You know, I have to say that is inspirational. I do like your positive attitude. And you eat that much you eat that much soy in only a couple hours, your bowel movements are going to be insane. What just what do you mean by insane like full? Uh full's not a word I've ever used for bowel movements, but but they are, it feels like to get it started feels like an effort, the most effortful thing you've ever had to do. Like you're kind of trying to push a wall over. Okay. But then once that wall is down, it's, it feels like, did you see those videos when the tsunami hit those islands? I did. I did. Yeah, it was That's terrifying. kind of what it feels like once the wall is down. So once the wall is down. This is really great information, Well, People could use this. This is important. Do you have like uh, stacks of composition books, Reginald, that you wrote down everything that you ate and then what your bowel movement was like, just stacks and stacks of books? Or how did you keep track of all this information? I I didn't write anything down. I just talked into my phone. Oh, okay. Smart. So you dictated it. That's great. It's brilliant. Yeah. Okay, so you just have recorded some of the bowel movements. Mm. I don't know how to put that into a book. Yeah, that's going to be rough. Maybe maybe only in the, uh, the sounds are all there. We could use onomatopoeia, and then I guess there could also be a you know um, an an audio an audio version like for Audible or something. Oh wow, that would that would, that would be amazing. And then you can maybe you get, get the audio. real Reginald Val Johnson to actually do the audiobook. And that'd be a coup. That'd be pretty great. Do you think that would be confusing? Yes, but I think also intriguing. A lot of times, what's confusing is what's intriguing. I have a contact. I know a guy. I know a guy who wrote the theme song to a game show called Press Your Luck. So I could talk to him about getting some ins in the entertainment industry. He's such a name dropper. Such a name dropper, Will. Karen and I are going to break away. We're going to have a little powwow. And then if you don't mind, Reginald, we'll call you back tomorrow with a more specific plan that you can think about if you want to do. Hello. If you're enjoying I Will Write Your Book, Please do that thing that every podcast asks you to do and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference to us getting to new audience members. Also, if you have ever heard of social media, there's I Will Write Your Book on Instagram and I Will Write Your on Twitter, which features photos of our guests. And sometimes we get fun fan art that mocks up the covers of these books that we are talking about on these episodes. And it's really fun. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. And thanks so much for listening. Uh, tape number nine. So now I'm having a phone conversation just with Karen Donahue where we discuss our ideas about this book. Uh, Karen, what'd you think? Um, I told you what I thought, Well, It's a reference guide. 
You know what? I got turned around by the end of that. I, I was inspired by him by the end. I mean, I think this guy's obviously in a really sad place after an empty marriage, but I am sort of impressed at his positive attitude. I think that could be a good book. And I, I don't think of myself as a sad sack, by the way. I think I think I'm doing all right. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, I've gotten divorced too, and I'm handling it. I'm handling it all right. And you know what? Indulging yourself with a little eating extra is normal when you're going through a tough time. I didn't go to every aisle of the grocery store, but I put some pounds on. So well, I, I what was the last meal you made for yourself? Put some spaghetti in the boiling water and threw some uh, Classico garlic sauce on that puppy just right before this, and it tasted great. Okay. Well, that's I, that's sad. I find that to it be sad. It tasted pretty good. It tasted pretty good. Pasta, pasta is very soothing. It's like a it's like a blanket. Well, yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think the 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 deal here is this guy needs structure. He's got it all there. All you have to, Will, I'm telling you, this guy has all these recordings. All you have to do is transcribe them, put them in order. I mean, this is a genius idea. Okay. Yeah, I think shop, so. Shop, eat, shit. I mean, this guy's got the book there for you. This is an easy one to do. That's a pretty great title. Shop, eat, it. shit. Yeah. All right, so I think this is easy. Then we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna pitch shop eat shit. Right. I think. All so. right. I mean, All we right. don't need to know. We don't need to know anything about the uh, the driving. That doesn't have to be in there. I I know he kind of thinks it's about the driving and about the Afghans. I don't think you need that stuff. I mean, they're pluses for sure. No, I I want that in there. I want that in there. I want the You're driving. You're going to put that in there? We're going to yes. put the driving in? That's too the much. The driving and the Afghans. That's too much. Well, I think you just need to focus on the shopping. It's a reference guide. No, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a book without the What's in the, the aisle? Ugh. You know, you're an idiot. You're a real idiot sometimes. I appreciate your input, and uh, we'll talk to him tomorrow. Thank you, Karen. This is tape number 10. Uh, this is our Karen Donahue and I are having our second phone call with Reginald Vell Johnson. Uh, this is the day after our first meeting. Reginald, hello. Thanks for joining us again. Hi. Thanks for calling me back. I wasn't sure it was going to happen. No, of course it was. We, we said we were. And, and Karen's here also. Hi, Reginald, Karen. can I? Hi, Reginald. Now, do people ever call you Reggie or Reg? Do you have a nickname? Did you ever have a nickname growing up? Uh, yeah, for a while I told people to call me Reggie VJ, but uh, no one did it. Yeah, it's longer than it's longer than just saying Reginald, I think. Yeah, I think it was a more of a mouthful. Yeah. Hey, good effort though. I thought it's. I think it sounds cool. Does sound cool. Uh, Reginald, good news. Reggie that, VJ. Reggie VJ. Uh, I'll try it right now. Reggie VJ. I think we can do a good job with this book here. Karen actually came up with a great title. I think. Karen, do you want to say it? Uh, if you want to take credit for it, well, go ahead. No, I'm used to it. that's not what I'm saying. I just gave you credit for it. I just gave you credit for it. Why don't you just say what it is? Shop, eat, shit. Yeah. Choppy shit? No, no, no. Not choppy shit. I'm sorry. It's shop and then eat and then shit. Uh-huh. Choppy shit, I think, would be misleading because uh-huh. okay. sounds like you had a variety of bowel movements, not just choppy shits. Yes, and I really don't want the book to just be about the bowel movements. No, 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 no. That's why it'll be a third of it. Shop and then eat and then shit. Okay. And, and do we think it's going to be okay to have the word shit on a book title? 
I think so. I mean, it will, you know, we'll do like a little asterisk. There's a lot of books out right now that have like a curse word in the title with an asterisk, you know, like the subtle art of not people giving like a that. beep. Yeah, people like that. People like mm-hmm. that. It, you All know, right. it's edgy. It's edgy. People go crazy for it. And just to be clear, it's just shop, eat, shit. It's not, I just don't want you to be confused because we'll keep saying it's shop and then eat and then shit. Right, it's a three-word so title. it's not, right. It's not that whole just, sentence. This is just me. I'm just kind of like, I like that a lot. Is is there anything to it being shop, eat, shit, Afghan skirts? Yeah, that's yeah, that's tough. There is a kind of a rule of threes, you know, in writing where three things kind of has a nice musicality to it and four kind of, four sometimes kind of ruins that musicality. Maybe just the cover art is is you wearing the afghan so the afghan's represented visually oh that's interesting does it help if there's five things so it would be learn to drive shop eat shit afghan skirts let me just say that out loud to see i'll just kind of test it learn to drive shop eat shit afghan skirts seems like a little much to me it seems like just just a little just a little yeah. too much. Kind of a Reggie VJ of a title. It's a bit of a Reggie VJ of a title. It's a it's a good idea, but once you say it, it's kind of a mouthful. Well, how about this? Okay, what about learn to drive, shop, eat shit, and Afghan skirts? Colon. What to do when your wife of nine months sleeps with her volleyball team, and leaves you? I mean, I am intrigued. I am intrigued by that. I mean, that's too long, and it'd be tough to fit on the spine of even an encyclopedia. That is intriguing. I would, I would want to know more about that story. Could it just be what to do when your wife of nine months leaves you and sleeps with her volleyball team? Well, then you're what? Then you're missing out on the all the other stuff. Yeah. Okay. We'll throw it all in there. Let's say the title's going to be "Learn to um, Drive." Wait a second. Wait a second. Unless what to do when your wife of nine months sleeps with the volleyball team and leaves you colon learn, learn to, to drive, drive shop eat shop, shit afghan eat skirts shit. right it's one or the other i think it's the second one chronological you know what though i'm gonna tell you something this is a mark from a marketing standpoint you want your book to start with the lowest letter in the alphabet when you say what to do then you're in w okay so what i think would oh, yeah, be better that's, that's for rough. you i mean this is just a marketing standpoint okay Afghan skirts. Yeah, we start with the Afghan skirts. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So maybe we alphabetize. So Afghan skirts. Do we do it backwards then? Is it Afghan skirts? Shit. Eat. Eat. Shop. Learn to drive. drive. What to do when your wife of nine months leaves you. Colon. Colon. What to do when your wife of nine months leaves you and sleeps with their volleyball team. Boom. That's the title. Sleeps with their. Yeah. There you go. Reggie VJ, I think what we want to do here is. a diary format, like a journal format, like Bridget Jones diary style, just like we, cause you have uh-huh. such meticulous records. We'll just say, you know, week one, whatever the date was, February 1st, 2019. Or dear, whatever. dear Reggie VJ. Yeah. Well, address yourself in this book. Dear Reggie VJ. Today I learned to drive. I never thought I would do it after I murdered that jogger. Um, and we get into your I didn't murder him. It was a complete accident. Oh, it's vehic- I, I it's vehicular. The jogger, well, the jogger wasn't paying close attention. You okay, know, you're right. Drugging right on the side of the road. Great point. 
So today I learned to drive. I never thought I would do it after that jogger ran in front of my car when I was 16. Ran in front of my they car. Didn't run in front of the car. They were, I mean, they were on the other side of the road coming toward me. They ran toward the car. Okay. So I never thought I would do it since that jogger on the other side of the road wasn't paying attention. Should the jogger be in the title? Yes. We need to, we need to get that Feels jogger like- in there. I think it should be, you know, in the part of maybe what the to last do when thing. If we're going backwards, it's right. Yeah, yes. when your wife of nine months. Oh, I see. In that part, leaves you. Yeah, in that part after the colon, when your wife of nine months leaves you, and you also the... killed a jogger. Right. Well, you didn't kill him, so maybe we I just thought, maybe for we a just second. Say... I thought it could be Afghan skirts. Shit. Shit. What's the order again? Afghan skirts. Shit. Shit. Eat. Eat. Shop. Shop. Learn to drive. Learn to drive. Kill a jogger. That's good. Colon. Oh, okay. What to do when your Colin, wife of nine months leaves you after and sleeps with the volleyball team. Yeah, that's good. That sounds like, that does make it sound like after my wife left me, I went and killed the jogger. Right. So let's move it right to the very end. Mm-hmm. Afghan skirts, shit, eat, shop. I'm sorry. Afghan skirts, shit, eat, shop, learn to drive, colon. What to do when your wife of nine months leaves you and sleeps with the volleyball team, comma, kill a jogger. Maybe a dash. Right? Or maybe just dead jogger, since I didn't kill. You didn't kill, right. So just dead jogger. Because that's that's a fact. The jogger was dead. Hey, Reggie. Reggie, <clears throat> I just uh-huh. noticed. I thought that was a like a sculpture or like a pile of clothes in the corner of your room. But is that actually food containers? Empty food containers or eaten out of containers? Oh, yes. Trash? I haven't... I haven't thrown out any of the containers that any of the food came in. Wow. Is there a reason why? Just for documentation? That's how I've been keeping track of everything. I'm recreating the the grocery store in my house, aisle by aisle. I think that's good, and I think that's got to be in the title. So maybe we, the, maybe we... I've been thinking of it as kind of a museum, like a grocery store museum. Okay, so I'm going to revise the title. That's the, And that's the last thing that you did, right? That In the order of events, that would be the last thing you achieved. Yeah, so I guess we would, how do we do that? Because Afghan skirts is still an A. So we'll use it, so we we'll use an asterisk. First. I think we just use an asterisk so right. we can keep Afghan skirts first. Afghan skirts, asterisk, and then at the bottom there's a footnote. Af- but before I make the grocery store a museum, and then back up in the main title is shit, eat, shop, learn to drive. Colon, what to do when your wife of nine months leaves you, sleeps with the volleyball team, comma, dead jogger. Or after like dead that. jogger, after dead jogger, it could be dash how to open your own grocery store museum. Let me just see if that flows. Let me see if that scans. Okay. Afghan skirts, shit, eat, shop, learn to drive, colon, what to do when your wife of nine months leaves you and sleeps with the volleyball team, dash how to open your own grocery store museum. You miskilled a jogger. Dead jogger. I forgot dead, dead jogger. jogger, right. Let me say it one more dead time. Jogger. Afghan skirts. Shit. Eat. Shop. Learn to drive. Colon. No. Yes. Colon. What to do when your wife of nine months leaves you and sleeps with the volleyball team. Comma. Dead jogger. Sorry, could you start again? Because yep. the nose. Yep, I know. I agree. Kind of I agree. Me. From the top. I'm trying to imagine Reginald Vell Johnson saying it. Yes, me too. So this is the dad from Family Matters or the cop from Die Hard, and this is what he says. Afghan skirts. Shit. Eat. Shop. Learn to drive. Colon. What to do when your wife of nine months leaves you and sleeps with her volleyball team. Comma. Dead jogger. Dash. How to open your own 
grocery store museum by Reggie Reggie VJ. I think that's good. I mean, I, I I'm intrigued if that's on a cover and there's that swear word right in the middle and it's alphabetical. I mean, this this feels pretty good to me. And do you think I'm on the cover? Yes. Still wearing the Afghan skirt. You are on the cover wearing the Afghan skirt. I think that's exciting. Should should I have a top on or should no. I just no? It should be shirtless, like because I think that looks more. That looks more tribal. That looks more um, Roman. You know, that that helps to emphasize uh-huh. the sort of long tradition of people wearing clothes like this. And maybe I can be surrounded by all of my uh, empty containers. Yes, for sure. We'll have all your cans in the background. Just me shirtless in one of my Afghan skirts, surrounded by all the, the trash from the grocery store. Wow. I mean. With those words in front of it. This is great. I, I mean, I feel great. like this I think- is going to work. It's definitely we'll, going to work. And then we maybe go in, even, you know, maybe even add to the title, celebrate yourself. Because that's kind of what's happening here. That is the theme of the book. Right. It's about celebrating yeah. yourself. Let me try that. And So celebrate yeah. yourself. No. Nope. Afghan skirts. At the end. It has to start with Afghan skirts. Well, it has to. Oh, right, right. So at, at the end. At the end. So Afghan skirts. I said it wrong. Afghan sturts. Yeah, I know. You idiot. I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, it's a pretty, pretty small misspeak. Pretty small misspeak. But yes, I did do it. Afghan It wasn't that funny. I just, I barely mispronounced a word. You idiot. Let me just try it one more time. I'm not an idiot. Please stop saying that. I'm not an idiot. Oh. I mispronounced one word. Afghan skirts. Shit. Eat. Shop. Learn to drive. Colon. What to do when your wife of nine months leaves you and sleeps with the volleyball team, comma, dead jogger, dash, how to open your own grocery store museum, period, celebrate yourself, by Reggie Vijay. I don't like the period. Take the period out, we'll do a semicolon. All right, that's interesting. Now, Reggie, we got to get those tapes, all those tapes, those recordings of all of your... Yeah, we need those for the audio. We need that for the audio. Oh, yeah, so that's... They're all on my phone. Do I just mail my phone to you? Yes, or? mail your phone to us and we will get that off and then we will mail your phone back. Can you guess what the least satisfying, the most difficult part of the grocery store to eat my way through was? I, I don't, uh, gosh, I, I don't know. I'd love well, to hear it. I'd love, I'd love to, to hear know. it. Yeah, I don't have a guess. Spices. I didn't think about that. You had to eat spices. So you would eat what, I a whole jar? Spices. A, like a whole jar of ginger and stuff like that? Yeah, I'd eat like a bottle of garlic powder Oof. and then like a bar- bottle of uh, garlic granules and then a bottle of granulated garlic. Well, and, then I uh, guess you didn't have garlic. to worry about vampires, huh, Reggie? <laughs> 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 no, there was no one coming over to my house. Well, um, Reggie, VJ, I, I think we got a plan here. So I want to thank you so much for, for considering us. And I look forward to working with you. All right. Thank you for listening to I Will Write Your Book. My name is Will Hines. I was playing the character Will Hines. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S. Hi, I'm Anthony King. I was playing Reginald Vell Johnson. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Anthony King. T-H-E, Anthony King. And then finally, our copy editor. Karen Donahue was played by Pam Murphy. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Murphy, please. M-U-R-P-H-Y-P-L-E-A-S-E. Murphy, please. Well, thanks so much, everybody. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good week. Bye.
I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika. We are co-hosts of This Particular Album is Very, Very Important to Me. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them. And here they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and not so great. And we all get to listen to it through their ears. All the guests in season three, introduce yourselves, please. Hello, my name is Thomas Lennon. Hello, this is June Diane Raphael. Hey, this is Eugene Cordero. Hey, this is Keiko Agana. Hey, this is Paula Tompkins. Hello, my name is Tawny Newsom. Hello. This is Colin Hanks. Hi, this is Kirsten Bangsness. Hey, this is Matt Besser. What albums did they pick? Well, find out by subscribing to this particular album is very, very important to me on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.